Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for May 17th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, two new videos up on the blog from last night's UFC show in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, fight number one, which was the co-main event, is Claudia Gadelia versus Angela Hill at Strawweight. Now, I said on Friday's podcast that Claudia needed a dominant win. Uh, anything else doesn't help her, okay? She's an elite fighter, but she lacks endurance and fight IQ. She is now training uh, with Mark Henry, and the jury is still out uh, if that will get her over the hump. Uh, Angela is on a three-fight winning streak against low-level competition, and that's why she isn't ranked. They talk about that in the broadcast, but... They don't say that she didn't beat anybody notable, okay? And that's what you have to say. You have to say, well, the competition levels. I mean, Claudia is a big, big, I don't even want to say a step up. It's a leap, okay? You're talking about fighting uh, newcomers to the UFC, okay? And what it, what it is is that Angela likes to come in on uh, short notice sometimes. And um, you know, I don't know if that does her any favors. I don't think she's going to fight her anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Um, you know, but you have to mention that she didn't beat fighters who are very, uh, who are, who are ranked or anything like that. They're, you know, lower mid card and that sort of thing, or sometimes newcomers to the UFC and Claudia is an elite fighter. Okay. So that's a big leap. All right. Now I scored round one, 10, nine for Claudia and so did all three judges, but I thought Claudia took uh, too long to get a takedown and I thought she may have pooped herself out. And that was confirmed in round two when Angela controlled the striking exchanges and even scored a, knock, a knockdown, though I don't know why she didn't pounce on her and try to get a finish. I scored round two, 10-9 for Angela, and so did all three judges. Now, I thought if Angela fought round three the way she fought round two, she could win the fight. It also looked like Claudia was too tired to go for a takedown, but she did hang in there in the striking exchanges, though... You know, Angela should have the edge in that. She's a better striker. Uh, I scored it a tie, 9-9. I don't think either of them did enough to win. Uh, so I scored the fight a draw. Judges are not encouraged to score tie rounds, which is why you don't see them. Uh, two judges scored the round 10-9 for Claudia. The other scored 10-9 for Angela. And so Claudia won by split decision. Of course, you see the usual robbery charges and stuff. Come on. It was a close fight. Really, the fight was a draw, okay? I mean, for me, it doesn't matter because only a dominant win helps Claudia get closer to the title, okay? I didn't see anything particularly new from her. Um, the big problem is still her endurance. And, um, you know, I actually think a loss would have done her some good because if she loses, that gets her attention, Okay, you give her the win, she doesn't change anything. Okay, she kind of gets complacent, I guess. But if she loses, I mean, she's, that's happened before when she was training down in New Mexico with Latrell Yee, and she lost to, uh, I think it was uh, Nina Ansarov, if I remember correctly. You know, that shocked the hell out of her. And she decided to, to leave Latrell Yee and go to Mark Henry. Okay, so I think a loss would have done her more good than a split decision win, okay? You know, and anyway, 
Anyway, now afterwards, Claudia called out Carla Esparza, who she beat by split decision a couple of years ago. And Carla, at the time, accused her of greasing, if you can imagine that. This feud goes back to when they were both supposed to fight in Invicta, and Claudia got sick and pulled out at the last minute. Invicta owner Shannon Knapp stupidly allowed Carla to address the crowd, and like with her idiotic greasing accusations, Carla looked very foolish. So I, I don't care if they fight each other. I mean, neither, neither fighter did themselves much good, though they both won recently. Uh, they might as well fight each other. Okay, so uh, that video is up on the blog. The other one is Courtney Casey versus Mara Romero Barella. Uh, and um, uh, Courtney has fought for the UFC at strawweight for a few years. She trains at MMA Lab in Phoenix. She's a mid-card fighter. This is her first fight at flyweight. Uh, Mara is from Italy, but she trains an American top team in Florida. She came to the UFC as a uh, late replacement in 2017. Typically, she probably doesn't belong in the UFC. You know, she's, I think, coming into this fight, she's two and three, all right? So Mara gets on top of Courtney, but, you know, she needs to pay attention as Courtney is going for her arm. And after a couple of adjustments, Courtney does get the arm bar, and that's it. And Courtney got, Courtney got a bonus for that, and, you know, Mara uh, should get a one-way trip to Palookaville. Maybe that's the last we've seen of her. Um, obviously, I would like to see Courtney face better competition. Okay, so both of those videos are up on the blog. Now, the UFC was supposed to have a show uh, next week, uh, but they are um, delaying it until May 30th. I think Dana White is hoping that the Apex will be available to them. But he said last night that uh, if it isn't, he's got a location in Arizona that uh, he that should work for him. And I understand they're still building the Fight Island, which uh, is, a, you know, the private island thing. Okay, so there will be no UFC show next week. It'll be in two weeks, all right? Now, um, just one other thing I wanted to, to, to mention, and that's that uh, Asuka did a, um, an interview with Tokyo Sports on Friday. And she said, she told them that she didn't, they told her nothing when they sent her out to the ring on Monday. Uh, all she knows is she saw the briefcase uh, in the ring and she was thinking to herself that uh, she might cash it in immediately, okay? So I guess she was angry at first, which is how she came off and that's fine. But eventually, you know, once she knew what was going on and everything like that, uh, she reacted accordingly, you know. And um, so now we'll see tomorrow night how things go on Raw for her. And uh, obviously, uh, Shane is going to come after her. But, you know, Asuka is a, is a tremendous individual. She's a great performer. Obviously, they trust. This is the thing that people don't understand. They made the decision that she should get the title a month ago, okay? Because they knew that Becky was pregnant, right? So they made before so they taped the match over a month ago. They made the decision over a month ago that Asuka was going to get the title even though nobody knew it. All right? So that tells me that they trust her. Okay? To uh behave accordingly and uh, really deliver, which of course she does. She's a damn pro for God's sakes. All right? So anyway, like I said, uh, we'll see what's up to tomorrow night and uh, see what else is happening during the week. I, I don't know when the next podcast is going to be. I, I'm going to do a podcast with Schwan uh, later this week. I have to 
let him know that. And uh, he, his, his private messages don't seem to arrive in my inbox, but uh, hopefully we uh, fix that particular glitch. Anyways, uh, again, don't forget to check out those two videos at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments for either my blog or my podcast, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to the podcasts, you can do so at uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.